Hello and welcome to another episode of Breath Talks. And today we're going to be focusing on the mystical because the mystical is a latter part of breathwork sessions. When we surrender to the breath, we can enter a mystical state. And so it is with great honor that I am joined by Professor Arthur Versus, who is one of the world's leading esoteric scholars. And Arthur has journeyed into the mysteries. And it's for this reason I've invited him to speak with us today. So weaving into the theme of the mystical, we both share a love for the island of Samothraki in the northern Aegean. And incidentally, that's where Katia Bustani holds her trainings. Um, the magnetic pull of the island of Samothraki is intense. It's a lesser known gem of the northern Aegean. So Arthur has written a couple of books on this subject, and I'm just going to put them up here now. Okay. So Entering the Mysteries and the Secret Island. Okay. Arthur, how did Samothraki's magnetic pull lure you in? Well, it's... It's an interesting uh, uh, fact that for years I've been going to uh, finding myself on different islands investigating their mysteries, and that includes, of course, the uh, uh, British Isles, but also uh, others. And so The Secret Island is a book about islands. It's mm -hmm. a book about uh, secret secrets or mysteries of different places around the world and so it includes chapters on hawaii and taiwan um, and and also kind of islands understood metaphorically so for example uh montenegro has a chapter and montenegro was an island uh in the sense that it held off the um uh, invading uh, armies of the Islamic Caliphate for centuries. Yeah. So, and there's esoteric dimensions to each of these places that I visited. Mm -hmm. But the most, uh, the most powerful or the most energy is is actually at Samothrace or Samothraki, which yeah. was a mystery center. Uh, it was a it was the center for. Uh, uh, mystery celebrations of the mysteries uh and a, and later a, a temple complex which lasted for a very long time and was very famous in the greek and then later in the roman world mm -hmm. and so i i went on a trip to greece years ago for a conference and felt a pre presence is there. I felt the presence of uh, the ancients. Wow. And so I knew I needed to come back. Yeah. And one of the places, since I'm visiting mystery centers, uh, you know, and the first trip I visited uh, Eleusis or Eleusis, mm. uh, which was an ancient mystery site not far from Athens. Mm -hmm. um, and I conceived the idea of going to Samothrace. And so uh 
going there though was really uh, different than simply reading about it um, because of the energy that's there. Yeah, uh, and you you must you must have uh, perceived that as well. Absolutely, even when you're on the mainland. You know, I, I, I the very first time I went over to Samothraki, I was, I had to like completely chill out and turn my energy inwards, and I could feel the island, you know, like, like I said, luring me in over to it, and I, and I, I had to get myself into the state to be able to go there because if you go to Samothraki with high energy, the island will make you slow down. I don't know if you found that. Well, it's it's interesting because uh, to me that uh, you know I've been to many sacred sites, mm. uh, standing stones, of course, and cairns, and and really archaic sites are what I what I'm drawn to, mm. and that's true, you know, all around the world. As it happens, though, this one. Uh, has and here I'm talking about the actual uh, temple complex, the mm -hmm. the uh, area where the mysteries were celebrated, has a special uh, a special feel, let's say. And yeah. you know, not everyone. I you know I've concluded that not everyone perceives these things mm -hmm. necessarily. Uh, you you will see people if you're there. Uh, who are you know, sort of blithely looking around and, and uh, sort of wander off and really don't seem to have um, picked up on what's what's actually there. But that site uh, was recognized in great antiquity mm -hmm. uh, as having as having special qualities, and that's why it was a mystery center uh, yes. later. You know, but it was it was recognized in great antiquity and then became this mystery center where the mysteries mm -hmm. were celebrated. And the mysteries were open to everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, they they were not uh, exclusive. And that's an interesting dimension. Also, they were connected literally to magnetism. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and the magnetic pull that brings you there is quite phenomenal. However, can you tell us a bit more about the magnetism and the mysteries? Well, when people uh, were, when they celebrated the mysteries, they were initiated. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things we've learned from archaeologists is that uh, you would get or could get a ring which was actually magnetized and so mm. there, there are a number of uh, these uh, magnetic rings which are connected to of course magnetic north so the direction north and um, you know that was a so so a magnetic ring was a uh, a kind of uh, uh, indicator of and reminder of or sign you could say sign or seal of being initiated, which is really an interesting thing, and and I'm not aware of other places that uh, where this where this happened. Yeah. So uh, when they done the inner alchemy, the the ring also magnetized. 
Well, the ring, they, the rings, uh, magnetic rings were part of the um, uh, kind of after uh, a recognition yeah. of they were a recognition right. as far as as far as I can tell of mm. the you know a sign of the uh, mysteries. Mm. So uh, exactly what that means in terms of the mysteries is um, open because yeah. I've read all classical sources the book the book wears the scholarship very lightly mm -hmm. it's a it's it's a journey so in the book you go entering the mysteries you go on a journey um with me mm -hmm. however uh and that journey is includes all of this classical scholarship so basically literally any reference in antiquity to the island and what was going on there is in the book okay yeah. it's i consulted everything mm -hmm. um however uh, i didn't do that in a academic way i did that in a in a mm -hmm. accessible way yeah and so that's why it's it's the book is the way it is mm -hmm. but one of the things you realize is that the mist the actual nature of the mysteries themselves uh, and what was happening there and the nature of the initiation and not only there but in all of the greek uh mystery traditions mm -hmm. uh, is a little it's a little opaque uh in terms of what is available in written texts yeah. they, because people were sworn to secrecy yeah. and they may they maintained the secrecy for the yeah. most part you know there is um now let me try and get the background um inside the complex so i've forgotten what the name of this part of the complex is but it is believed here that they had a getting buried alive ritual initiation with the initiates that i'd heard from locals who knows <laughs> i don't know if you had heard that uh, I had not. I haven't no. seen that in texts, um, yeah. you know, so hard to say. I mean, the, yeah. the mysteries, uh, there is a part of the complex which was uh, clearly uh, a temple and, yeah. you know, a place for the where the initiations happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, you know, there were statues and other things. Now, of course, it's almost all rubble. You know, it's there's yeah. Yeah. there's a little bit left, um, you know, but mm -hmm. it has a kind of uh, char. I would say it has a charged dimension to it. It's definitely if you if you are able to perceive it, the you do walk into a different dimension when you when you're there on the site particularly around there's one stone um, very close to the temple site that um, I found when I was there, like the energy coming from there was really quite something. Yeah, large stone. I've forgotten the name of it. Yeah, there's, there's something to be said for uh, visiting places where something happened over a very long period of time yeah. you know where there were practices mm -hmm. uh, and you this I've experienced this elsewhere where um, when you 
for for instance, uh, in Taiwan, there's a, a Buddhist temple, a Buddhist uh, mm -hmm. uh, site, which is um, you you can tell when you're there that it's that there's been uh, you know practice going on there for a for quite a mm -hmm. uh, quite an intense way and reverence a sense yeah. a sense of people's um you could say collective reverence and mm -hmm. and that quality is present in some places because of that and a mystery center is unusual or mm -hmm. or um maybe even unique in having the uh the celebrations that last that lasted mm. over centuries there mm. right so uh yeah. the mysteries were a rev we should probably talk a little bit about what the mysteries were mm -hmm. uh th the idea behind the mysteries more broadly is that uh people would come to be initiated th in the initiation you would go into uh, typically, and here here I'm referring to like uh, accounts for uh, Eleusis, which was a very or Levsis, which was a very mm -hmm. famous mystery center. Mm -hmm. We do have some accounts, or or at least allusions to what went on. And people went into darkness. They experienced, uh, you know, some level of fear or mm -hmm. shock, and then there was illumination and light. And the light was the underlying idea, and this is this is in archaeological um, uh, remains that we have mm. uh, there, you know, and 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 also testified to, and for example, uh, uh, graves and other other places, uh, tablets that people were initiated through into the light, which was the afterlife. So mm -hmm. when you're an initiate, you were experiencing uh, the the bliss or the joy of being in the afterlife and having a positive a positive afterlife, and that's what that's why there's this. Now that was happening over and over at uh, Samothraki and then mm -hmm. uh, some of these other mystery centers. So you can expect that there would be some. Uh, yeah sort of you could say leftovers of that so yeah. that's so that's um you know absolutely why, i wanted I mean, to like, mention what the mysteries were the the death and the rebirth is the major yeah. focus and by going into the darkness and facing your fears one of the templar initiation sites in portugal literally is um they call it the the rebirthing um canal where um, they were, they they had to go through there in pitch black, not know, you know, where the walls were or anything, and come out the other side. So, yeah, I dare say even this structure here might have been that, you know, going into the darkness and your pineal gland, the crystals in the pineal gland getting activated, and you're in a light coming out. Possibly, yeah, you. You see that also with uh, cairns, and yeah. uh, there are a number of cairns that I've been to where 
uh, a cairn is a is uh, on top, typically on top of a hill or mm -hmm. a mountain, a high point. Mm. Uh, it has the vast uh, view when you come out a channel. It's very similar to what you're talking about because yeah. you have you go through a channel which is very narrow. Only one only one can go through it mm. Um, mm. typically, and then there are chambers inside. So uh, I can think of one. Um, I think it's at loft crew where there's crew, um, yeah. where, yeah, where there's, uh, three, there's three chambers and it's, you go into a chamber and, and when you come out, um, there's a particular, it's coming out in a particular directional orientation into the light. And so there, you know, it's, it is again, yeah, this kind of symbolism of birth, um, you know, incubation and rebirth and being reborn. Yeah, that's probably a better way of saying it. Incubation rather than, you know, maybe death of the ego, of the fear within the ego. But yeah, incubation is a better word. <laughs> well, I was thinking of that for the for the cairn. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of the mysteries, uh, death and rebirth is the classic mm. way to describe it. And yeah. Uh, symbolic death and then uh, uh, being reborn that's the you know the religious yeah. symbolism that that is there in in all of the ministries including including the christian ones which mm. people people don't really um, yeah think of christianity as a mystery tradition and you know it's not for a lot of people but it still retains words like mysteries <laughs> yeah and, so, and you've you've done a lot of research in that area of um early christian mysticism haven't you yeah christian mysticism is um you know very very much akin to what we're talking about actually mm -hmm. uh the thing is most people ha are unfamiliar with it and they've never heard of it um because uh there's this kind of historical tension within the tradition and you see that with Samothraki where where there you know there is a history of, um once Christianity became um uh confessional Christianity became dominant it was in tension with let's say or not totally a fan of the ancient mysteries <laughs> and that was also true of course of Islam so some of the destruction at on the island came from the earth an earthquake yeah uh, but some of it came from uh uh believers mm -hmm. in these new monotheistic traditions who were not delighted with yeah. the mysteries or with uh the ancient temples for that matter and so yeah. Uh, so that's a, you know, that's a different dimension. What we're talking about here is, is really uh, Samothrace in terms of its ancient or m what it meant to the ancients. Mm -hmm. And that's what really interests me. But, yeah. but I do want to mention this, this tension with the confessional monotheisms mm. because it, yeah. it is part of the history. It is. And I mean, the big mystery is where is Nikkei's head? 
<laughs> where, where, when that, when she was desecrated, where, where did her head go? <laughs> well, yeah, there's, it's a, uh, I don't want to dwell on the, you know, the um, uh, historical destruction, but I didn't want to mention it. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are other, there are other kind of a, a apocryphal or historical um, details we could go into in that regard also in terms of the island. But really mm -hmm. what I would concentrate on, you know, primarily and what the book is about is penetrating into what it was really about. What is the energy? What is the nature mm -hmm. of the place? And, you know, without doubt, um, Greece in general, but um, uh, that island in particular was a sacred place for mm. a for reasons. There's yeah. reasons why it why it uh, is just a remarkable place. Yeah. You know? And when you see it in the distance from the mainland, mm. yeah. you see that it has its own weather system. You know yeah. that it's that the cl there are clouds that are directly over only it. Yeah, and, and apparently it had a glow back in the day because it's alleged that there were lots of gemstones up the to top of the um, the mountain there and and from the mainland it glowed. I, you know, I would not uh, put anything past uh, the island in terms of its uh, yeah. uh, unusual qualities, actually, yeah. because it's 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 a rare place to visit and you know i i i think not too many people are aware really of its history or of it yeah um, it's really not known much about no however no. another aspect of the gods of Samothraki are the mischievous Kabiri. Now, did you have any experiences with the energies of the Kabiri while you were there? Well, there's, um, you know, there's this tradition in the ancients, um, you know, testified to this, that's it's mm -hmm. in some of the sources that I quote in the book. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a, a quality to the to that area that gets that got reflected in or that alternatively was um you know invoked you could say mm -hmm. um and so when you came into the harbor there were two statues um mm -hmm. uh, and also there were two statues um at the temple complex itself where you had these uh, male figures which were they had erections um, wow and uh so the the term would be ithophallic mm -hmm. but uh so you had these ithophallic statues in the harbor and then also you know at the complex so there's there's an uh a set of mysteries there in terms of what the uh Kabiri were, you know, mm. there's a lot of literature on that, especially in the period after, you know, 1700 or so, you have some literature about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in antiquity, uh, but what exactly was that? And that's one of the, you know, that the, yeah. the twins, 
you know, what, what was that about? And that's one of the things I explore in the book. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's a, you know, another aspect of the island. And basically I've never met anybody who never, haven't encountered anybody um, other than maybe illusion and scholarship. Mm -hmm. Um, Very basically what we're talking about now is unknown. Yeah. Uh, It's just not, (laughs) even if you're there, it's not something you would know unless um, you knew it in advance. So things like that are in the book, which are a way, you know, are connecting. They're a way of connecting back to or recovering uh, what's there. And so that's what the book is about. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, I found that they were quite mischievous. It was very akin to, you know, that leprechaun energy that you'd have tricks played on you when you're living on the island. (laughs) Yeah, well, you spent, you know, you spent uh, much longer there than I, you know, than I have. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) so what, what other things did you observe about the you know, the place wow, itself. did you ever get into the Vatre, the waterfalls? Yes. Ah, oh, that like they were alive. You get into the water, and um, you know, even, not just from having the waterfall come over you, but the spirit of the water was alive. And actually, I I, I got visions of the water. Um, you know, deities in there when I when I was in the pools and they I really found the power of the water was incredible. You come out of it and right, I want to go for a run. (laughs) (laughs) Well that that's that's interesting. Did you because you were there for you know for a while, uh did you did you find that uh your dreams reflected the place or your did you have experience of, of different aspects yourself? Yeah. So the d- dreams were quite powerful um, at certain times of the month um, and the lunar, I, I think it had to do with the lunar cycle, but um, things would get revealed to you um, through the dreams Um even things just like on a day-to-day basis that was were quite prophetic as well and you know not mundane things would be shown to you in a dream so yes the dream state really did reveal a lot there when you were on the island well i mentioned that because that's a you know that's an actual practice in antiquity uh which is the practice of incubation yeah. Uh, incubation me- means you go to a sacred place and and sleep there and see yeah. what is revealed and uh you know what the gods reveal to you is is in dreams or mm-hmm. um you know experiences sometimes but incubation is is really dreaming and i've known people who have done that mm. at various uh, megalithic sites or yeah. different places um uh, here in this case the island is itself uh because you have the sacred place on the island but then that extends to the island more broadly yeah um so 
you know, in some sense, sleeping there is a kind of incubation. It is, absolutely. And um, there are caves that people go to. I didn't go to any while I was there to sleep in them, but, you know, you can have those experiences in the caves as well. Yeah. But yeah. wild camping is really popular in Samothraki and um, only in summer. And so there's a free campsite and then people go off into the, the the wilderness on the northern side of the island that has deciduous forests and, you know, sleep out in the wilds because it is so incredible. Mm. Mm-hmm. So did you yeah. have any great revelations in that small period when you were there? Uh, I wouldn't say great revelations. It was, it was um, though clear to me why it was a mystery center and mm-hmm. um i had a much stronger sense of uh what was happening there and and um you know being at a place like that um there are different aspects to it one is one is investigating and exploring the mm-hmm. you know the place itself um another is uh exploring it in terms of what what records we have of it. Mm. And then others, others are the kinds of things that, you know, you were just Mm. alluding to where, where it's not necessarily that there's, you know, a a great visionary experience or something. It's Mm. that uh, you begin to perceive uh the place in terms of itself and what Mm. what's there and the the, uh dimensions that it has that you can't you can't experience in any other way yeah yeah absolutely actually one thing that um my friend katia said to me you really have to be careful what you wish for when you're on samothraki because it's pretty instantaneous when you really mm. want something, when you put it out there, it arrives. Mm. And it was mm. so true. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I found it, a, you know, a remarkable place. And it's not that easy to get to in the sense that, you know, you, um, Although a flight, you could do it easily, but driving, driving across uh, all of Greece is 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 a drive. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pilgrimage to get there. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it was in antiquity too. You know. Yeah. Of course, and you know, um, but even today, it's a pilgrimage. Yeah, it's no like question. where I am now in Glastonbury. It is literally a pilgrimage to get here because it's not an easy place to get to. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a whole journey, to, particularly to get to Samothraki, because then you're going over the ocean as right. well. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, so you, you know, even when you when you get to the uh, coast and can see it, you're now you're still not there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's that's, um, yeah, you know, an aspect of it, which is an aspect of all sacred sites you know all mm. sacred places there's there's an element uh of pilgrimage to get there 
and yeah. adventure adventure on the way and adventure when you're there <laughs> so have you had any recent um experiences mystical experiences well what i'm doing now is uh uh creating a a course which mm. uh, comes from uh you know my own sense and the sense of a friend of mine as well uh we're doing it together mm. that it's possible to create a uh guided you know a guided uh uh, set of experiences and so that's that's what we're engaged in it's mm. it's a course in in the practice of mysticism based in images and a very very clear text from um a writer named Jakob Boma ah. who was a great mystic and he gives a back and forth dialogue which is very short mm. uh, he provided that which gives a, a very clear description of what our mistaken view of reality is and what reality actually is very very clear and so we're drawing on that in our own experience in order to yeah. create a course and that's that's uh for hyros institute yeah, uh, Hyros is is a project that some friends of mine and I have been engaged in for a few years now, and it's it's beginning to develop. So it's about uh, creating um, practical applications for uh, the sacred in the contemporary world. That's that's what we're engaged Fantastic. in. Fantastic, and as an online course. It's going to be an online course. Mm -hmm. It's about two thirds done, maybe three quarters now. And it includes conversations with a friend of mine who is a clinical psychologist mm -hmm. and uh, practicing. He's been uh, guiding a group in uh, Minneapolis for some years mm -hmm. uh, of practitioners. And then my own practice includes uh it, it's centered in buddhism and mm. so um what i recognize in this uh in this tradition and what we what we discover in our dialogues our recorded dialogues is that there's a real synergy between buddhist meditation and christian mysticism uh that the Buddhist meditation practice really mm. illuminates what he's referring to uh, in okay. in terms of uh, the nature of reality and and, and that's, how, is that how more things from actually Tibetan, are. Tibetan Buddhist practice more. Yes. Yeah. 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 Primarily, I'm coming from a tradition called Mahamudra, okay. um, which which means the it translates to the Great Seal. Um, among other ways mm -hmm. of translating, but it's a meditation tradition, and yeah. that directly that directly helps um, to clarify what's going on in in the Christian tradition. The two are yeah. synergetic. 
So I, you know, we're going to share that. And uh, so I thought I'd mention it yeah. uh, in answer to your question. Mm. Uh, you know, because I recognize very clearly in the text things that, you know, I've, I've encountered elsewhere. And so that's and why... And mysticism is wonderful to read about, but even more important is to actually experience it. And well, it the the question is what what do we mean by mysticism? Because people have different, you know, mm -hmm. different terms. Yeah. And what yeah. what I'm referring to here is fairly specific, which is um, there is. There are descriptions of the the nature of reality or the nature of our uh, uh, own mind, you could mm -hmm. say, which are very clear um, and have to do with transcendence and mm -hmm. transcendence of subject-object dualism. And you find this yeah. in the Christian tradition. And a lot of my books have dealt with this, including one called Platonic Mysticism. Okay. So experience of the transcendence of self or the transcendence of subject-object dualism is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's something that ultimately perhaps um, can only be alluded to, but yeah. still... It's uh, that's what mysticism is. Yeah. Transcendence of the self. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Thanks. there are other aspects to that, but yeah. that's that's the essence. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure and really interesting. <laughs> Well, thank you. You know, so, thank um, you for the conversation. I've enjoyed it. And so just to let everybody know, the website for Hyros? Uh, Hyros.institute. So it's H-I-E-R-O-S. The word means sacred in Greek. So, mm -hmm. so uh, uh, Hyros.institute. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Arthur.